The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. The summer specials here in $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. You get every edition of Point Spread Weekly. It's a must have. The betting tools and the live video stream whenever you want it. $19 through July 31st. Sign up now. VSIN.com slash summer. ESPN, ABC, game three tonight. Stanley Cup final. Greg Wyshynski joins us now, ESPN senior NHL writer, and the award show tomorrow as well. Well, how, how about the – thanks for the time as always. How about the we want the cup chant in the first period Saturday night? <laughs> They're fired up, man. But, I mean, they, they have a right to be fired up. I mean, you know, the the, the avalanche right now are uh, – I think I, I said it the other day, there's like a, uh, like a steamroller with buzz saws for wheels at this yeah. point. <laughs> um, I mean, look, they've lost twice in the playoffs. I mean, both in the same series, the blues, um, they just eviscerated the lightning in game two. Um, so those fans have every reason to be confident that they're watching one of the most impressive playoff runs that we've seen from any of these teams in a long time. And, but like, again, the, 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 the key is going to be this game tonight. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the, the lightning themselves, I think, have only taken one loss at home and, and have this uncanny ability of kind of finding their game once they get back to Tampa. So it's I wouldn't count them out quite yet, but my God, they they got rolled a little bit uh, during times in, uh, in Denver. Tell people, just to your point about how dominant they've been in the speed, but your tweet about Tampa Bay couldn't get any offense going when these certain guys were on the ice for Colorado. 
Yeah, the Colorado's top line of Gabe Landis, Cognathan McKinnon, and Val Nikushkin has, has been absolutely dominant. And what, what Jared Bednar, their coach, did was he didn't shy away from a best-on-best best, uh, matchup in, in these first two games. He tried to get that line on the ice as much as he could against even Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov, the Lightning's two top players. And as a result in game two, um, the McKinnon line had a shot attempt advantage of 9 nothing when they were on the ice mm. against the Lightning. If you combine the first two games, I think it's in the neighborhood of like 19 to three was the final tally for shot attempts for the McKinnon line versus whatever the lightning was throwing at them. So one of the keys tonight, and this is an important one if you're, if you're looking for prop bets is if the lightning have the ability to get their top guys away from that line, I think they will obviously when you're on home ice, you have the ability to have the last change uh-huh. and throw your guys out against whoever you want. And that's going to be huge for Palat. It's going to be huge for Kucherov. It's going to be huge for Stamkos. Palat actually is my, uh, my, my, my prop play on, uh, on ESPN today is for him to score a point at home. He's, he scored, he scored a point in every home game for them, but, but in particular, because I think they'll be able to thrive if they can get away from playing that McKinnon line, uh, as they had to in Denver. All right. Thanks for that. That's juicy. Uh, we've, we've had, we've <laughs> had a goal. Out, That's good. Yeah. We've had a goal in the first five minutes of both games. Do you see a goal early first five, first 10 as well? Well, this is the, the trick for tonight. <clears throat> I mean, the, the total is six. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been action to the under since the total was established. And I think the thought is narratively <laughs> that if the lightning are going to win this game, it's going to be a low scoring affair. And, and there's something to be said for the, um, the first period under uh, because the lightning have played to that in the last, I would say like five or six home games um, but the Avalanche have it on the road. I think they're five, one and one against the first period over. Um, so I, I, I still think there's a chance we might see some fireworks in this game. I, I know that there's this thought that if the lightning are going to get back in the series, it's going to be by virtue of it being a two, one game or something like that. I think that mm-hmm. is because they played a team in the Rangers that they were really able to dominate at five on five. They played a team in, in the, in the Panthers that clearly, clearly didn't know how to get out of their own way offensively in the playoffs. I think the Avalanche are a different animal, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the first period uh, sees a little bit more action than the uh, the current betting markets would indicate. If Colorado was able to do this, and only the fifth team to start fourteen and two in the playoffs, and they haven't lost on the road, <laughs> I mean, if they're able to do this and they win or four, win uh, sweep or they win in five, would you put them in there with the Gretzky Oilers? I mean, where where, where would you put this team if they're able to do this? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would probably put them more in in the modes of stuff, like. One of the, like maybe that couple of those Red Wings teams that we saw that ended up winning the cup, like just machine-like and efficiency, and and um, and uh, you know obviously their best offense, their best defense is a great offense. I mean, Darcy Kemper is still not to me <laughs> uh, yeah. a, a cup-caliber goalie. I think the way that they play in front of him is the reason um, where they are where they are. I mean, when you only get 16 shots on goal against the uh, the Avalanche because you don't have the puck. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of like, you don't really need your goalie to really do all that much. Um, the one thing I'll say about him is this, like the, their journey to the final has been advantageous. Um, they played a national team that lost their starting goalie to injury, like moments before the playoffs started. So they were gutted. Um, I think they caught a major break in that St. Louis series with Bennington's injury, because I think the blues are starting to really kind of put it together. Um, so they caught a break there and, and but, but the, the win over the, and, and of course the win over the Oilers, they, they had Leon Dreisaitl on one leg for the entire series. So, the, the, you know, the Avalanche mm-hmm. have caught their bricks. But I was talking to Kel McCarr, their defenseman, the other day, and he made the point that, you know, one of the things that they've learned in the, in the last couple of years of playoff disappointment is to all, never take your foot off the pedal. 
And to their credit, even when they've had these opportunities where clearly the other team has diminished, they swept Nashville, they swept the Edmonton Oilers, um, and you know they weren't going to stop at four nothing in game two against the Lightning. They were going to go all the way up to seven nothing. So they've got this killer instinct now that I think is really a thing that separates them from from previous incarnations of this team and from previous Cup contenders. All good points. Uh, the other thing, do you see the fatigue finally setting in here? You have one team with fresh legs and another team that has played 67 playoff games since <laughs> August of 2020, as you wrote. I mean, you know, I think every series is its own animal. And I think the problem with lightning right now is they're spending so much energy chasing the avalanche around the ice um, that it's hard for them really to get to their game and, and really create any kind of consistent offensive flow where you're going to see some difference. I think is if the series goes a little bit deeper, that was the thing that happened to the lightning against the Rangers was, if you remember the Lightning had nine days off between series, the first two games for them against the Rangers were not very good because they didn't have their legs. No, no such problem, by the way, for Colorado with their yeah. layoff. But what, what the Lightning said was that later in the series, they could tell the, the amount of hockey the Rangers had played had caught up to them. And uh, the, the rest that they were able to get was a, was a benefit to them. So, you know, it could be a situation where we start, if the series gets extended, you start to see the, uh, the fatigue factor become an issue in games like, you know, six and seven. What do you have on Burakovsky and Kadri status? Well, Kadri has been is here in Tampa, uh, and he's been skating, um, but he's not been really shooting. Um, and the latest we heard from their coach Jared Bednar is that he hopes that Kadri can get in on in, in game three or game four. Uh, Burakovsky is not here uh, after blocking a, a shot in game two, which does impact their their depth a little bit. I mean, you take both of those guys as the lineup. Burakovsky in particular has had a pretty strong final. Um, it could, it could, you know, impact them a little bit. And especially um, with John Cooper being able to kind of get the matchups that he wants, it could, it could it certainly help out the lightning to um, get some guys out against maybe a diminished second line for them. So um, it, it remains to be seen exactly what the lineups are. I'm actually going to be heading to the rink after we get done here to right. kind of see where things stand. Um, but, uh, but there's certainly a thing, uh, something to keep an eye on uh, vis-a-vis the, uh, the avalanche's offensive depth in this game. Paul, the money, Visa, and the Esports Betting Network. Paulie Howard, Matt Humans, Greg Wyshynski, our guest, ESPN senior NHL writer. Game three tonight, ESPN ABC. Game four, Wednesday. And then in the middle of that, we have the award show on Tuesday. Uh, do, do, do you think there's any drama there? What do you think you, you expect tomorrow with the awards? <laughs> well, we've already seen some of them handed out, obviously, uh, during the, the playoffs. But, um, you know, the, the Hart Trophy one should be intriguing. The Norris Trophy one should be intriguing. I mean, I, I think... I think Austin Matthews probably wins the heart. The Norris is, is a little bit more um, interesting. That's the one for the best defenseman. I've, I was talking to a lot of uh, writers when we were in, um, in Colorado and, and I was surprised to see how much um, support Roman Yossi got uh, for the award. I thought, you know, he had an amazing offensive season for the national predator to arguably the, M- the MVP of that team, but it did kind of feel like a coronation for Kale McCarr, the avalanche heading into this award. And uh, that's a little bit more up in the air, I think, than maybe I anticipated. I, I, I put McCarr first on my ballot, um, and I think a lot of people did. But but don't sleep on the fact that that might be the only award where we could still see an upset, I think. Does Shesterkin have a shot at the MVP? I mean, <laughs> he should, right? But the thing, the thing about goalies, um, it's tough because, like, you have to have incredible stats, which he did. Where I think he got hurt was towards the end of the season where his numbers dropped a little bit at the same time the Rangers overall team got better. Okay. And and so it sort of evened things out at the wrong time for him. It was right around where the balloting happened. But 
the, the trick for, for a goalie winning MVP is, is there's an award for a goalie. So it becomes kind of like the classic baseball MVP con Smythe thing. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, Cy Young thing where it's like, Oh, you guys have an award, right? So like, <laughs> so you don't need, you don't need this one. We're going to give this one to the skaters. You have your goalie award and we're going to give you that one. Um, and, and so it becomes kind of a, a challenge for goalies to win. But I, I think he was second on my ballot behind Matthews and the head of McDavid. I just thought he was mm. spectacular for them for about three quarters of the season. And they certainly wouldn't have been where they were without him. Excellent work as always. We'll be watching tonight. Thanks for a few minutes. Enjoy the game. Yeah, anytime. Thanks, boys. All right. Greg Wyshynski. There you go. Dollar ten, six the total. Uh, first period. You mentioned the one and a half. Goal in the first five is plus 190. The house special at Bet Rivers, the quick strike. Tampa to score in the first 10 is plus 165. Goal in the first 10 is minus 150. You have the alt totals as well, four and a half and uh, eight and a half. The adjusted series price at Bet Rivers, Colorado's minus 670. Wow. Tampa is 18 and two off a loss going back the last few years in the playoffs. Hasn't worked out the last two games. Yeah. But Colorado hasn't lost on the road as well. They're perfect on the road, too. So 14-2 and two so far in the playoffs. And one of the games they set on the lead and blow a 3 nothing lead against St. Louis. If you had to pick the exact series result right. right now, would you say Lightning in 6 or 7 or Avalanche no. in 4, 5, 6 or 7? Oh, no, Colorado in 5. Colorado 5. You, just, no, but you see, you see what the two fresh ten here at Surrey. There is too much speed in the fresh legs. Absolutely. And that's, 67, that's the key number to me. 67 playoff games since August of 2020 and they if they continue to get the Vasilevsky my god win lose up next 150 to one shot game if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me Jay Harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on... 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. What a performance by the Avalanche on Saturday. How about the fans chanting, we want the cup in the first period of game two? Easy, big fella. The exact score at Bet Rivers. 7 nothing Colorado, 150-1. to one. Colorado to win by a shutout, plus 950. Exact score at the end of the first period, 3 nothing Colorado. That was 22-1. to one. Wow. Goal in the first five cashed again, plus 170. Nishuskin to score the first goal, 15-1. to one. All that came in on Saturday night. And we'll talk to Greg Wyshynski in an hour about can Tampa get a game here and make this thing interesting with Game 3 coming up. Top 10 U.S. Open. McElroy plus 125. Scheffler plus 170. Zalatoris plus 250. Matsuyama plus 345. He came out of nowhere, and he had a shot. If he could have had a birdie on 17 there and made it interesting, he gets in four or 500. You never know. Yeah, a lot of times on Sunday of a major, you will have a player who comes out of nowhere and uh... – Threatens, and that was that was uh, Hideki Matsuyama yesterday. To finish top twenty, Adam Scott plus three ninety, Keegan Bradley plus two sixty five. To miss the cut, Cam Smith plus two twenty. What happened to him on Friday? Boy, holy cow! He's kind of, you know, golfers go through hot and cold cycles. Uh Cameron Smith's been cold for the last couple months. Hovland plus two fifteen, Connors plus two ten, Horschel. Plus 175. Varner, plus 185. Pereira, plus 175. And Mickelson was minus $3 to miss the cut. That was uh, ugly, ugly performance. 
by Phil. Saturday, the White Sox, plus 220, routed the Astros. Verlander had nothing. Yep. And that opens the door for Nestor and others, and definitely McClanahan for the Cy Young in the American League. Boy, he was roughed up. Friday, the Guardians, plus 235, beat the Dodgers 2-1. to one. UFC, I believe it was a record. Give me a thumbs up, Dan. I think it was a record for most knockouts in the in the UFC. Yep, stoppages. Ramos to win by KO TKO eight to one, to win in round one five to one. Emmett by decision plus four fifty in the main event. Wells by knockout TKO four to one to win in round one plus five eighty. Silva by decision four to one. Holland by submission six to one to win in round two six to one. Oz to win in round two, plus 550. Dalidze by knockout TKO 10 to 1. To win in round one, 10 to 1. Tied the record. Tied the record for most uh, knockouts. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSIN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos, be part of the show, see the live stream. Actor James Woods, who also is a poker player. And he was in the World Series of Poker. When he gets knocked out of an event, he likes to cool off by playing video poker in a high limit. Well, good thing for him. He gets knocked out and goes playing $25 a push and gets dealt four deuces with the kicker, the ace. That is $10,000. I've never seen that before. Not dealt like that. Look at how it gets. I've been dealt four deuces before. He gets the ace on that deuces plus the ace game with the kicker, and you see what it pays, and that's $10,000. That is sexy. You've never Mama. seen that. All the hours, not, not all de- the hours no. you've played, you've never no. seen that. Not wow. dealt, not with the kicker like that. No way. No way. Our buddy Fitz. I used to host Monday Night Football. I remember Fitz. What happened yeah. to Fitz? He's still hanging around, gallivanting, chopping for numbers, doing yeah. it. He came out one time and got that. I don't think it was dealt, though. He got the same thing. I used to host Monday Night Football in Pahrump. Oh, make boy. Drive. Oh, yeah. Okay. One, time, one of the most dangerous places to drive that highway. Yeah. And if you get like a flat tire, you don't get cell phone reception. You're on my you're on you're on your own, my friend. That's true. And that is a rough this is a great dog video. Again, they're so smart. Look at how the dog sets a pick and refuses to let the kid get close to the pool. About no, no, that's danger zone. I know. And blocking the baby. From walking around, goes, wow. no, no, you're not getting near the pool in case you fall in and something happens. Follows her up to the door and then follows her back and sets a pick. That's Say, great. you are not getting close to that pool. That's, that that's great defense being played by yeah, the absolutely. dog right there. Absolutely. And how about some cups, right? Not a care in the world. We've got some cups trying to get on the hammock here. All right. Mama Bear checking it out. But they come on here. This comes coming down. It's, you know it's coming. You can see it coming right now. Get a little help here. No, and then they go. They all fall down. Trying <laughs> to jump on the hammock and have some fun. Kinda and that's not like going to work uh, out. Kind of look like yeah. the Chicago Cubs trying to play baseball. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Top story. How about that, though? They take two out of three from the Braves. Can you believe Friday? No, I can't. Morton throws yeah. a gem and they get shut yeah. out? They got shut out. God. 1-0. Yep. That stopped, I think, a 14-game win streak for the Braves. That's right. An 11-game losing streak for the Cubs, right? Lose some. They're doing this at the College World Series. The Jell-O shots? The Jell-O shot challenge? Stanford's in last. (laughs) You're doing that? That's not a surprise. (laughs) Who's first? Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas first. Ole Miss second. And I think Stanford in last, right? Oh, my God. Not even close. Oh, man. They updated that. Uh, with the College World Series Jello Shot Challenge, and this is 
Is this from the guy who was in the... Have you ever been around Arkansas Razorback fans? Is it always Pig Suey? Oh, man. Non-stop Pig Suey? Insane. Is it? Look at this couple. They went to a baseball game and brought a Ziploc bag filled with their (laughs) own spaghetti and meat. Look at that with the fork in there. Yeah, they were allowed to bring that in, but they travel like that about, okay, you get this Ziploc bag full. It's like my ex's mom. Hey, Colin, how are you? She would go to the, you know, never uh, mind. She just won 10 million, 12 million. She would sneak in Ziploc bags in the buffet in her purse and stash cookies and, and breakfast and stuff in there for me. My, You, you get caught. This will be front page of the paper. Look at this. They got the spaghetti and meatballs in there with the fork sticking out. Incredible. And sad news. Yesterday was the nine-year anniversary. We lost one. Of the, we lost uh, Gandolfini. James Gandolfini passed away as well. Tony Soprano, excellent actor. Are you serious? He passed it's been away. Nine it years. Been nine years. Yeah. Yes, yesterday. Yeah. Where does time go? Does it seem like nine years ago? It seems like a few years ago. Some bad beats. Oh, mama! <clears throat> a moose Friday at Fenway. Did you see that moose running around? Yes. The Red Sox on the run line, which is plus one fifty. And the under was 10 and a half. The total was 10 and a half. But under and the Red Sox on the run line. It's six to one in the ninth inning against St. Louis. Two outs, nobody on. Can you believe you lost that? You lost both of them. That's crazy. You lost both of them. It went double, triple, hit by pitch, double, double. Then they had to hang on for dear life. Goldschmidt was up with the tying run on, and they struck him out. Six to one, two outs, nobody on. Totals ten and a half. Wow. Six five final. If you bet that, you're oh. in complete disbelief. Yep. The guy sent it into me. Guy sent in the tweet from the Fall of the Money Army. He had Red Sox run line and the under. I mean, he loses both of them. And yesterday the Mets Marlins total was six and a half. Sandy going against Bassett. It was one nothing in the seventh in a six two final. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250 match. Learn more. BetRivers.com. Good fun. Excellent. What a weekend. And how about this? Speaking about what a weekend it was. This is this is on the Pivot podcast. This is Garrett Wilson on, hey, we're, we're going to go out in the wide receivers. I got to take them out to dinner. It should be fun, right? It's not going to be fun. They did tell me about the dinner. I got to take all the receivers to a dinner. That's going to be cool. I'm excited for that. It's not going to be cool. You know they're going to run that bill up? Like 75000 Oh, yeah. You mean like the, the, the Louis the 13th you're going to have to buy at the restaurant? I'm, nah, we ain't, they ain't doing me for 75 k I ain't going to fake it. Nah, That's, nah, nah. It's the it rookie dinner. It's all of y'all. You the 10th pick of the draft, too. They know you got 20 guaranteed. Wait, what you say, rookie dinner? It's... He thinks it. He thinks it's his decision. It <laughs> <laughs> was so cute. It was so cute. Hey, hey listen, seventy-five. <laughs> it's Ryan Clark and Channing Crowder. Crowder at the end. He thinks it's his decision. Oh no, no. And then this uh, on there. Fred Taylor told the story. He played with the Patriots, I think, for a couple years. Brady would come in, order a five thousand dollar bottle of wine, take a sip, and say good night. And that was it. They'll run, they run the mm. score up on you. Yeah, this kid has no idea. Some people are saying put an end to this. But they're going to run up $100,000. And then when Ryan Leaf was with the Chargers, they, they, they took his credit card and ran it up, and he complained. The next day in practice, say, I'll lay them out. Say, oh, yeah, that's what I think of that. <laughs> and that was they lost the locker room after that. He complained. Right. But that was they're going to run up, yeah, $75,000, $100,000. That's yeah, rookie hazy. do it. Yeah. Former hazy, right? Like, the reaction, he had no idea. 
They go yeah. build camaraderie. Yes, is nice. The guys want to yeah. get together. It's going to be a good time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be very expensive. <laughs> Their reaction. Oh, no, no. They know what your guaranteed money is. Oh, no. They're coming for you. Bet River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with the new same game parlays. Every game this season, you combine game bets and player props, create your perfect combo. Go to the Bet River Sportsbook app or betrivers.com and make your baseball same game parlays today. The draft is Thursday. A lot of props out there. Tim Doyle. CBS Sports NBA TV analyst will kick some of these out, kick uh, these around with Tim. But who can go top five coming up on Visa? Follow the money. The Sports Betting Network. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, good fun. Here we go. Efforting Tim Doyle. Humans, take it away. Uh, you're going to start with Major League Baseball. All right, let's go best bet. Tampa Bay Rays plus 118 Ooh. against the Yankees. 16-2 and two run going against Cole. I like it. I'm not afraid to bet against Garrett Cole. Yes. Like you said, he got pulverized by the uh, Minnesota Twins a couple weeks ago. Uh, <clears throat> here's the thing. I'm going to bet on Shane McClanahan, who's going for the Rays tonight. Good idea. 78 innings pitched this season. 105 strikeouts. That's 12.1 per nine, a 0.86 whip, 1.84 ERA. Last week against the Yankees, he lost that game four to three, six innings, three hits, four runs. Only one run was earned. He did allow two homers and struck out seven. And really, you want a um, the better spots to bet against the Yankees are with a right-handed starting pitcher. But I think you're going to see a low-scoring game here, and McClanahan gets his revenge. And like I said, I'm not afraid to bet against Garrett Cole. Also, I think a little bit of a difficult spot for the Yankees off the big series in Toronto. Uh, Their bullpen got beat up yesterday. Opened this series in Tampa Bay after sweeping the Rays last week. Revenge for the Rays here, plus 118. How concerned are you about the uh, first game back after the nine-game road trip? Well, I agree that that's a a negative situational spot, Mm -hmm. but... That's not the overriding factor when you handicap this game. I think McClanahan should be the overriding factor. Anyway, let's go to uh, one more dog tonight. This is in the National League. Whoa. The D-backs plus 160 against the Padres. And, Paul, it's a Padres lineup without Manny Machado. Obviously without Fernando Tatis. You got two of the biggest bats missing right there. And uh, the Padres, I don't think, should be this big of favorites tonight. So, D-backs are plus 160 at Petco, where the Padres are 24 and 14. Actually, excuse me. The Padres are 24 and 14 on the road after getting swept yes. by the Rockies. How about that? At home, they're only 17 and 13. You look, You said, am I going to bet against you, Darvish? I will here because, actually, Zach Davies is a pitcher with almost identical numbers to you, Darvish. So I'm not really sure why this number is jacked up so far. Are so high on San Diego without Machado in the lineup. Where's the offense going to come from tonight? I know Padres have had a couple guys step up recently and hit a little bit more. Uh, I'm not afraid to bet against you, Darvish, in a Padres lineup without Manny Machado. Machado, by the way, leads 
the Padres in basically every significant offensive category. Batting average, 328, home runs, 12, RBIs, 46, hits, 83. You take him out of the lineup, I think the D-backs should be live dogs tonight. All right. Good luck. Good fun. I, I like your baseball bets, too. Well, how about this? I... <laughs> All good things come to an end. Friday? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I've been betting the Braves since May 31st, so it was a hell of a run. But that's just funny that they're, they've won 14 in a row, taking on the Cubbies, who have lost 10 in a row, and Morton was 11-1 and one to the over. And Morton throws a gem, and they get beat one nothing. Yeah. And then they lost Saturday, too. Crazy. But avoided the sweep yesterday. So uh, let's go with the pending. And I'm on a little carried away here. A little steam? I am the steam, right? Dollar uh, seventy now with the Brewers with Burns. It's a play against Michaelis coming off his last start when he went 129 pitches. So he can. All, it's a dollar seventy or go the run line. What am I seeing on the run line now? Uh, yeah, juicy plus 145. You can do that if you don't want to lay the 170 on Burns and the Brewers at home. Good matchup. It's a short card tonight, but some good games. And both teams 38 and 30 now on the season. Marlins, Mets over. Don't get caught with your pants down. This is a uh, 10 a.m. game. It's Peterson against Rodgers. Rodgers has been awful with an ERA of almost six. Peterson is 7-0 and to the over in his starts. 6-1 yeah. and one straight up. So he's $1.48 the total. And I'm going to do it. All right? Lightning. Lightning. All right? To save their season tonight. A dollar ten at home against Colorado, game three of the cup. Eighteen and two off a loss going back in the playoffs. Although I'm going against this freight train who's seven and zero on the road. But I will take the lightning tonight. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. And we I might come in tomorrow. Well, I will be here tomorrow. But we w- could be talking <laughs> about a great team that Okay, it's the fifth team ever to start 14-2 and two in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The 2012 Kings did it. They were an eight seed that year. Yep. 98 I Oilers. I think they only lost two games that whole playoff run, the 88 Oilers. The 87 Oilers and the 81 Islanders, and they all won the Cup. Most games with seven-plus goals in one postseason. The 85 Oilers, the 84 Oilers had six, of course. This year's Colorado team has done it four times, and that was the second biggest shutout win in Stanley Cup history in Game 2. They're so, 7-0 on the road. They're 14-2. and They just buried them in Game 2, but Cooper keeps talking about it. They were, you know, we're a resilient group here, and we'll bounce back. Uh, but th- this also could be fatigue against rest and fresh legs against an, a team that has played so many of these grueling, tough series going for the three-peat. The thing I can't get past is 67 playoff games since August of 2020. And you just see how dangerous. Now, game one, yes, it went to overtime. But game one was also uh, rust. Mm -hmm. And Colorado had nine games off, and it showed. But they still won in overtime. But now you just see how dangerous they are with the fresh legs. And now, this also hurts Tampa. Now you're talking with travel games every other night. We go here on out. We go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday if necessary, the rest of the way. BTTS is plus 170 in the first period. Both teams to score. Goal in the first five, plus 190. Goal in the first 10, minus 150. And the adjusted series price at Bet Rivers, Colorado, minus 670. With a lot of these props here. And then you got the correct score, first goal score. Uh, all that's up there in over 350 different ways to bet the game tonight. And 150 to one cash with the 7 to nothing 
and the plus 950 with the shutout in the last game. It's a, it's a short card, but it's a good card today in Major League Baseball. Some intriguing matchups, the Blue Jays, White Sox, Yankees, Rays, Blue Cardinals, Jays, Brewers. Uh, Blue Jays should be a good yep. bet there, too. You like them? Okay. What did, uh, what did Frank text you? About the, the get to that in a second. I want okay. to ask you quickly about the hockey. All right, yep. so you think it's going to be Colorado and five, but this is a spot where Tampa Bay gets yep. a win tonight. Yep, gentlemen's sweep. Yep. Lightning minus one hundred six here at Circus Sports. How about the total at that six? Are, yes, you There's made been a good sharper point. money yeah. on the total. The first two games under. Can you can you bet the under tonight? I know it's tough. You think you trust him? Did you bet the under in either of the yes, first I two did. games? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. As many people did, and it yeah. didn't work out. Didn't. Uh, but this, I, I don't know what to make of the total. And there's been quick goals in both games. Both games have gone over, and we'll see how uh, you would think Vasilevsky would respond here. And again, just because there's a goal doesn't mean it's the goalie's fault. I mean, there's a lot of guys playing in front of him, too, and a lot of things that can go wrong. Right. But that was uh, for him to give up seven. And we knew about the game one issues, too. What did Frank text you? Uh, Frank Nobolo on with us of uh, CBS Sports. Great golf analyst and a uh, great segment with him today. But we ran out of time. We didn't get to talk about his top five for the British Open next month. He sends us back a lengthy text. Uh, this is great. Rory was the clear favorite. He had already won four majors. This is in 2015. Remember, he uh, blew out his ankle and did not play in that British Open. He says, Rory can play this course with his eyes closed. In my opinion, this is his most important major to date. So he likes Rory. He likes Scotty Scheffler. Uh, despite being a high ball hitter, Scheffler is a good win player, so he fits uh, this course. Jordan Spieth, Cameron Smith. He says, I'm not high on Will Zalatoris if it's going to be windy. Putting is much uh, more difficult as if the wind is blowing at St. Andrews. And John Rahm is another guy he does like to contend uh, to condense his analysis here. Um, the last five major winners in their 20s, so that can change at St. Andrews. Mark Leishman, an Aussie, he thinks is going to be in the hunt. I'll tell you what's going to be a, a, a very interesting betting angle when we get to the British is Tiger Woods. That's right. Will he make the cut? Will he finish top 20, right. top 40? Because Tiger's had two months off to get his uh, body built back up a little bit stronger than he was at the PGA. And this is the type of course where his iron play and his, his play in the wind, uh, I think, kind of uh, play to his strengths. Rory, 0 for 29 drought in the majors. Hasn't won a major since 2014. It was right there for him Sunday. Was. Couldn't was. putt. So many opportunities. And they were pulling for him, too. Uh, we'll recap a great... U.S. Open, a great weekend, and a finish up next. And we, we all agree on this, the worst part of the weekend and the worst part of the tournament. We'll get to that coming up as well to close the show. And on Beeson Fall, the money, the sports betting network, Paulie Howard, Matt Humans, Mitch out today, back tomorrow. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSET, the sports betting network. Naomi, draft like no other, wine like no other. Dare to play on Rivals Golf Series and head to DraftKings.com slash Miami to join the action. 
Mayomi Flavor Forward. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Uh, no luck with Tim Doyle from CBS Sports NBA TV. But, uh, yeah, you love basketball and college basketball. And Jay Bills will be on Wednesday, by the way. The draft is Thursday. Uh, is, you think Jabari Smith yeah. is anywhere from as low as 150, as high as 220 to be the first pick. What do you think is going to happen? Because I know Chet and his people apparently want to go to OKC at number two. Chet and his people? Yes. Chet Holmgren his and team. his people? Yes. Yeah, yeah, his peeps. His posse? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter where they want to go. It's who drafts <laughs> you. Jabari Smith, I think, should, should probably be about a $2 favorite to go to the Magic. Uh, freshman forward from Auburn, 6'10". I like him a lot. I think he's got a complete game. I know some. Mm-hmm. you're going to hear some people try to shoot holes through him. He can handle the ball. Uh, handle the ball really well, actually. And uh, I don't see a, much of a weakness in his game. Right now, he will improve his three-point shooting. He's not a bad three-point shooter now. What's the uh, what's the current number you see out there at Bet Rivers or anywhere else on Jabari Smith to be yeah, the top us- pick? Usually 170. Minus 170? Yeah, 170. I would lay that. Yeah. I think that's the way the Magic are going to go. Everything okay. I read points to Jabari Smith being the top pick. Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, seven-footer. I personally would not take him. I think he's going to get pushed around mm. in the association. He's way what, too, what do you mean now? You wouldn't take him where? I wouldn't top. take him in the top five. Really? Nah. Okay. Who do you yeah, think he, he is? He he is uh, not Kevin Durant. He's more likely to be Sean Bradley than I Kevin was Durant. Thinking the huh? same thing. Well, that, that's what, when yeah. I look at his body. That's what. Yes. So tiny. OKC will probably take Chet Holmgren number one and uh, number two. Sorry, after Smith goes number one, the Rockets will take Paolo Benchero from Duke at number three. And then I th- there could be a trade to make things a little bit more interesting, but number four is Sacramento. Number five is Detroit. I kind of feel like the Kings are going to go with Keegan Murray from Iowa, okay. the 6'8 forward who can shoot the three. And that would be a welcome move by the Pistons because I really think Detroit wants Jaden Ivey, the uh, shooting guard from Purdue. And he's more of a scoring guard, not a great shooter. And I don't think he's a point guard. But Ivy at number five to the Pistons with uh, Cunningham already there. I think the Pistons would love to get Jaden Ivy, uh, and I know that Ivy does not want to go to Sacramento. So that's where things get interesting because the Kings might also trade out of that number four spot. Who knows? But those top three, I, th- I would say bet on that. Smith number one, Holmgren two, Banchero three. It appears that yeah, that's your top three. Ivy four. And then maybe Murray five, but there's I mean, a lot of stuff. Maybe Sharp could be a sleeper. I don't know where he goes. Shaden Sharp, Sharp who did yes. not play a game at Kentucky, yep. but is a no no doubt a top ten pick. Benedict Mathurin from Arizona, mm-hmm. he could go as high as number five, probably go number six to the Pacers. This is a good draft. There's actually, I think, a ton of talent in this draft. Really okay, and we only have all I see here in Nevada. All I see is first pick overall. Yeah, unfortunately, there's just not that much betting interest in the NBA draft, and there's not many betting options. I wish there were more up on this. And like you said, outside of this state, you can actually find some more yep. betting options on the NBA draft. Specific uh, players to go to specific teams, uh, all sorts of things like that. In Nevada, not much. It's bare bones. 
unfortunately. It seems every weekend golf delivers, and these majors yeah. always deliver. And the U.S. Open was fantastic again. Uh, we almost had a, a playoff. Zalatoris falls short again. Fitzpatrick wins $3 million, his first win in the United States, 27 years old. Looks like Jeff Benson out there. Looks like he's 14 years <laughs> old. Incredible. Uh, but uh, there was two times, and I bet him live, I bet Scheffler Saturday and I bet Scheffler Sunday. I thought he was going to run away with it Saturday. He was six under off the eagle, and then he then he had uh, imploded on one, 11 yeah. through 14 and went five over and got down to as low as uh, one over. Uh, one, excuse me, one under, and then bounced back. And then he had the lead again Sunday mm-hmm. and then uh, just fell short and couldn't get there. Uh, between Scheffler missing that birdie putt and Fitzpatrick coming through on 15, not to mention, as you pointed out, oh, the onions, the bunker shot on 18, which is what I think only the second time or the no, first time since 88 in a major that someone saved par on the final hole to win a major. I think it was Sandy Lyle at the Masters in 88. That shot. That's what did it for him. I mean, he was great between that and the birdie putt and all the drama there. And just Saturday was phenomenal. And I know we talked to um, our guest earlier about Frank, about the, maybe the rain late Saturday night helped him because it was treacherous on Saturday. Eight players had the lead, and you saw how the, the conditions re- played, wreaked well, havoc with the We talked about Scotty Scheffler. At one point yeah. on Saturday, he was plus 130. He was a favorite to win the tournament. Yeah. And then he yeah. had the implosion. That's that right. right. before the implosion. That's right. And what not only Saturday, but the whole tournament, What how difficult 8 and 12 were. And I was just I – mean, how many times were those guys short uh, roll right back nice. in? Happened to Sheffler. Sheffler did it Come twice. Up, yep, comes right Saturday back to you. Saturday and Sunday. Yep, on it, yep. And, and what how happened? How, how oh, do you leave I it know. short? I know. And you lose your mind playing that game like Grayson Murray. Breaking one club over his knee and the other one just like a, a chucking the putter <laughs> off the green because <laughs> he was uh, ticked off at, him, at himself. But it was, it was some tournament, man. It, but the finish again and good for Fitzpatrick to win – uh, Rory was close. Was high as forty yep. to one odds yep. to win the uh, U.S. Open, and a couple people had him. Jeff Seeley, Jeff Sherman, Wes Reynolds. Uh, Wes Reynolds. Wes had him again. Wow, incredible! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mentioned that too. We, I think he talked about it when we were on too on Thursday. Give Fitzpatrick a look. Uh, and some big names missed the cut. Matsuyama looked like he was going to make a charge and a push him. Who knows if he gets in there four or five under? You never know. Maybe the guys could come back to you. Uh, all the way, but Matsuyama got in there top five. Rory missed a lot of putts on Sunday, but they mentioned this on the broadcast yesterday. They actually squeezed in. We actually saw some golf in between commercials, but the right, right rough tendencies with Zalatoris, and he was ranked 203, and that's what's got him not only Sunday, but big portion of the tournament where you saw those tee shots going way to the right. And I like what you said earlier about what happened on uh, 15th. Yeah, with the, with the tee shot? Yeah. Where Zalatoris wanted up because you thought Fitzpatrick was in trouble. But they mentioned on it, he wasn't concerned about it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he was a terrible drive. But where it landed, he was way right. Well, he he was way right in the grass that was matted down by the spectators. So he had a better lie than Zalatoris, who hit a better drive. So uh, that was just bad luck there for Willie Z. But I said last week, Paul, I was a little bit conflicted on whether or not I wanted to bet Zalatoris in this tournament because. You had to stay out of the rough to win the U.S. Open. And Willie Z's weakness is he's very erratic with the driver. Yeah. He even said yesterday after the tournament, he thought his driving for the week was, I think, horrendous. Uh-huh. It, wasn't, it wasn't actually that bad. His putting was actually pretty good. 
his iron play is among the best in the world. It's going to be interesting to see how much betting interest he gets in the British Open next sure. month. I really don't want to bet him in the British, but I kind of feel like I have to. You're almost committed at some <laughs> yeah, point, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, the do factor. No. Three things here, too, as we close strong. Asinine. Absolute abomination with the coverage. You have the balls to go four, five-minute commercial break, and then moments later you'll give me the, the, the plane through with the split screen, and then you're going to stick another five-minute commercial break in my face. The other thing, where was the, they would, where's the rest of the guys, the rest of the golfers and the big names? You'd hold, you put the leaderboard up there in the bottom right the whole time, but you would never show the leaderboard and what the others or notables were doing. Maybe once every two hours, I got that. And the other thing, I graduated from college a long time ago. Stop at the homework assignments. Between what started Thursday, where I had to go Peacock, USA, NBC, USA, Peacock for the coverage Thursday and Friday. Are you kidding me? And then live, they show the leaderboard to the final round, like midway through the final round. Oh, by the way, Scheffler's five under. He just took the lead. Dan yeah. Hicks, we'll show it to you when we well, we can get to it. We'll get to it. It happened. Yeah, I mean, two points there. We had a viewer who checked in and said he thought the coverage was great. Huh. You know, on four channels, saw more golf than he's ever seen. You got to realize not everybody has access to those four channels. It's the U.S. Open. I think the entire thing should be on network TV, not on USA, Peacock, I'll, I'll whatever else. At all. Also, work adjusted odds, work a betting angle into the broadcast. This is 2022. There was yep. not one mention of odds on the on the U.S. Open broadcast all week, was there? I don't recall one, no. Right. No, and that was fantastic. Just Bet- go, betting has got to be yes. part of the broadcast. The odds going into the final round, and then the in-play was Bonkos. Yeah. Especially oh. with what happened on Saturday. Eight guys had the lead. It. And then Ron with the double Saturday on 18, too. Good to see you, Matt. Looking forward to the fast food rankings. Good fun. we got to make the Portillo's trip as well. Uh, can't wait for that. Mitch back tomorrow. Good luck out there with your bets. Have a good one. thought there was a sports betting offseason? Think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting eye, to help improve your betting eye, to help improve your betting eye, to help improve... I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.